understand why you dance, why you want to make dance a full-time career, and you, there have to there has to be way more abundant reasons for you to dance than there are reasons that other people will have that you should not dance. What's up, world? Welcome to The Movement, where we discuss all things dance, life, and this profound, powerful dance through life. Whether you're a dancer, a little klutzy, or just a lot of curious, this show is all levels friendly, baby. So lace up and let's go. You know that feeling you get when you want to dance and, and live life to the fullest, but you're paralyzed and you can't bring yourself to move. You can't bring yourself to dance and mingle freely. That feeling of, I must forewarn everyone that I have two left feet just to lower the expectations and decrease the chances of complete embarrassment. I know that feeling all too well because that is exactly who I used to be. Then through dance, I learned how to connect mind and body and to decrease that voice in my head that was so concerned about what others thought about me. I learned to increase the positive language as I spoke to myself and change the course of my entire life dramatically. I want to help you overcome that same exact thing. Each week, I'll be holding a live class session where you will learn how to become the most confident version of yourself in dance and in life while being able to ask any questions you have in a community of others just like yourself. Go down to hasdancecamp.co. That's H-A-S-DanceCamp.co. I'll drop the link down in the description. I look forward to seeing you and building with you. Now let's get back to the show. What's going on? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Movement. Why? Because it's not about the movement. It's never been about the movement. It's always been about what the move meant. I'm your host, Melvin A.C. Howell. Today, today, today. What is today? <laughs> today, it's just me. You got me, baby. And we're going to we're gonna get through this thing. It's okay. I got some things I got to do, but we're going to get through this episode just for you. So let's jump right in. You dig? So there are so many people who, and, and I was one of these people who thought that dancing as a career and dancing for a living was not a was not an option like it wasn't a thing it was just a thing of fantasy like maybe you would hit maybe somebody would it's kind of like the lottery right like you see people in dance films and stuff and you're like oh that's dope i want to do that but it seems out of reach you know and this these are my thoughts as a kid like this is out of reach like i want to do that but is it really possible and maybe you're the same way maybe you're new to dance and you really admire dance and you would love to do dance as a career and make money dancing because it's what you love to do um but it just feels out of reach and not accessible or maybe you're not new to dance maybe you've been dancing for a long time and you're still in the corporate field or the nine to five, but dancing is really what you're passionate about. And that's what you want to do full time. Uh, you want to be able to make a good living doing dance. Um, but, you know, then we have people 
they and and a lot of times they're people closest to us like friends and family who are like no like that's not that's a hobby like you need to get a real job yada 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 i'm here to let you know as living breathing proof someone who comes from poverty and lots of dysfunction that dancing for a living dancing as a career is a real thing and today we're going to go through some building blocks some actionable steps that you can take whether you're a new dancer or a seasoned dancer making it an actual career like a full-time thing not just doing little gigs here and there and doing stuff on the side but like if you want to make dance a career i got you we're gonna go through the top five major keys to building and maintaining a successful dance career so that being said if either one of those examples are you new or seasoned dancer and you want to make dance a full-time career and work on your own schedule this is the episode for you so i need you to stay tuned all the way through to the end go ahead hit like share subscribe get your friends pause it if you need to get your friends have them come listen to this if you on spotify if you on anchor if you on youtube get your friends if they if they got this uh the same desire to have dance as a career have them watch this with you here we go so five steps we're gonna make this real quick and real simple for you yeah so number one you have to ask yourself this question why do i want to make dance a career this is this is absolutely step number one here's why you need to understand your purpose for dancing and understand your purpose for choosing dance as a career okay understand your purpose for dancing why do you dance okay i dance because it makes me feel good it makes me feel strong it makes me feel like the most genuine and real version of myself and i chose dance as a career personally i chose dance as a career because it helped me through so much and i know that i had the gift and the ability to use dance to help others with those same things if not more than what i experienced in my own personal life okay now the reason that I in in relation to step number one the reason that I've had a successful dance career and and my dance career is actually growing is because my purpose for dancing my purpose for choosing dance as a career outweighed everything else okay there was nothing there was absolutely nothing that anybody could say to me to get me to not choose dance so here's a little story. As a kid, you know, when you're a kid, like, you know, most kids at least have like a very, very vivid, like a very uh, vibrant imagination. And they want to do this, that, and the other when they get older. Whenever I grow up, I want to be an astronaut and I want to be a scientist and I want to be a rapper and I want to be a basketball player. You know, and in a way that was me, like I knew that I was meant for so, so many great things 
And I knew that if I put my mind and my heart and my soul to it, I could achieve them. You know that feeling you get when you want to dance and, and live life to the fullest, but you're paralyzed and you can't bring yourself to move. You can't bring yourself to dance and mingle freely. That feeling of, I must forewarn everyone that I have two left feet just to lower the expectations and decrease the chances of complete embarrassment. I know that feeling all too well because that is exactly who I used to be. Then through dance, I learned how to connect mind and body and to decrease that voice in my head that was so concerned about what others thought about me. I learned to increase the positive languages I spoke to myself and change the course of my entire life dramatically. I want to help you overcome that same exact thing. Each week, I'll be holding a live class session where you will learn how to become the most confident version of yourself in dance and in life while being able to ask any questions you have in a community of others just like yourself. Go down to hasdancecamp.co. That's H-A-S-dancecamp.co. I'll drop the link down in the description. I look forward to seeing you and building with you. Now let's get back to the show. So at one point I wanted to be a rapper and then <laughs> that kind of flopped on its face because I was in middle school. I had been writing rhymes and things for a while since elementary school. I got to middle school and one of my friends that I made in Jersey, he's now he's now my brother, Justin. I rapped to him something that I had wrote and this man's reaction was, oh man, I... And then the man walked away. I was, my rapid dreams was crushed, y'all. <laughs> my rapid dreams was crushed. And from that moment, I knew, I was like, I, I can rhyme, but I'm not a rapper. Like, I just, I just knew, you know? And then I also, I also wanted to be a heart surgeon. You see, me and my family, we used to have this time where it's called family time where everybody would come to the living room and we'd watch a movie or a show or something. And, you know, we always watched, um, we watched a lot of different shows together, but one of the shows we watched um, so frequently, and this was mo mainly because my stepmom loved watching these, were like uh, surgery shows, like plastic surgery, heart surgery, all of those types of shows that they used to play very, very often. And, you know, we got Netflix and stuff now, so I don't really watch cable TV, so I don't know if they still have shows like this. But nonetheless, I saw the impact that these doctors and these nurses and surgeons were making on other people's lives, like literally saving lives and the gratefulness inside of the tears of the family members and the actual patients was life changing for me. It was like, wow. Like these people are really making a change and I want to do that. I want to make a difference like that too. Like I want to be a heart surgeon. So that, that was my plan. I was like, I'm gonna go to Duke university. I'm gonna get the best medical education. I'm gonna be at the top of my class, so on and so forth. And then, um, unfortunately, and like, I have a much better relationship with my parents now, but you know, they talked me down from that. It was like, you're not smart enough. You can't even stand the sight of blood. How are you going to be a surgeon? 
you can't help nobody if you passed out you know all this and all that your grades ain't good enough and that literally crushed my dreams of making an impact in this world as a heart surgeon so i didn't stop trying in school but i didn't try as hard because i wasn't smart enough i didn't read enough didn't read fast enough i just i did i didn't feel good enough and so my purpose for and again i was a kid so this was like elementary school like middle school even like up to my freshman year of high school um and i was dancing during this time too but um what i'm trying to get at is my purpose even though my purpose for wanting to be a heart surgeon was great i didn't have more reasons for wanting to be a heart surgeon than the reasons that people around me had that i wasn't good enough to be a heart surgeon so understand why you dance why you want to make dance a full-time career and you there have to there has to be way more abundant reasons for you to dance than there are reasons that other people will have that you should not dance and if you're new to dance maybe you're not the best right now and that's perfectly fine i promise you these people that you see on tv 99 percent of the time they're not born this good they're not born this good it takes practice and training and anyone can dance and anyone can train to be an amazing dancer now not everybody is going to be the goat the greatest of all time because they're just levels you know some kids are born with great rhythm and the ability to synthesize and dissect music and move to it in different ways but they still have to train it because if they think they've made it at that point then anyone can surpass them right so they still have to train that but because they were born with that gift as opposed to someone who's not born with that gift they're already they're already you know several steps ahead and they just gotta keep training to make sure they stay ahead whereas someone who wasn't born with that gift they have to train that gift and then start building on top of that so anyone can be a, anyone can dance first of all because i hear i got two left feet all the time no you don't you just gotta train your right foot to be a right foot <laughs> you feel me um and anyone no matter what level skill you're at right now can make dance a career trust me yo i auditioned for say i was on say you think you can dance so many different times bro i auditioned for say you think you can dance and other tv shows so many different times the people that make it through some of these auditions don't they didn't really have it and that just shows me like and there are many other other things that go into this um that make it that make you stand out um to make dance a successful career okay but again i'm about to move on to number two number one plain and simple understand why you dance and understand why you're choosing dance as a career and lastly for number one 
there has to be more reasons for you to dance than there are reasons for you not to dance. All right, moving on to number two. My bad, y'all. That was that was a lot. Moving on to number two. In order to make dance a successful career, you have to do it for the love of dance, not because you're seeking fame and notoriety. Ah, uh, this one's huge. This one is so, so huge. I'm gonna keep this one simple and short and we're gonna keep moving. Dance because you love dance and because of the effect that dance has on you and the effect, effect, the positive effects that dance can have on others. Don't do dance because you wanna be rich and famous and have notoriety and have a bunch of screaming fans because you're gonna fall on your face. I'm gonna tell you right now because it doesn't work that way. You know that feeling you get when you want to dance and, and live life to the fullest, but you're paralyzed and you can't bring yourself to move. You can't bring yourself to dance and mingle freely. That feeling of, I must forewarn everyone that I have two left feet just to lower the expectations and decrease the chances of complete embarrassment. I know that feeling all too well because that is exactly who I used to be. Then through dance, I learned how to connect mind and body and to decrease that voice in my head that was so concerned about what others thought about me. I learned to increase the positive language as I spoke to myself and change the course of my entire life dramatically. I want to help you overcome that same exact thing. Each week, I'll be holding a live class session where you will learn how to become the most confident version of yourself in dance and in life while being able to ask any questions you have in a community of others just like yourself. Go down to hasdancecamp.co. That's hasdancecamp.co. I'll drop the link down in the description. I look forward to seeing you and building with you. Now let's get back to the show. Opportunities don't gravitate, especially in this realm of dance. Opportunities do not gravitate toward people who are doing it for the accolades doesn't work that way opportunities gravitate towards those who train hard earn it and are humble about it and because they do it for the love whenever you do something for the love of it the product is always going to um, be more powerful and more profound and that passion is going to emit from that way more, way more than if you're just doing it for the money. Because if you're doing it for the money and the notoriety and what what have you, you're gonna try to follow trends. You're gonna be a copycat. You're not gonna be original. That's it. Do it for the love, not for the notoriety, the fame, the money, yada, yada, yada. Number three, be humble. Nobody likes working with people, especially in the dance industry, because it's mad annoying and it's super inconvenient to everybody. No one wants to work with anybody who is cocky or conceited or narcissistic. Nobody. Nobody is going to work with those types of people. So if that's you, you got to check that now because I promise you're not going to have a successful career. You're not and that's really it for number three that's really it be humble 
people love working with dancers who are humble. Now, I'm not saying dim your light. Don't dim your light because then that that takes away from your shine. You feel me? You got to be confident, not cocky. Confidence, not cocky. Okay? Walk into these auditions with confidence. Like, whenever I go into auditions or whenever I go into uh, choreographing music videos or shows or competitions, whatever the case may be, I walk in there like, I'm finna, I'm finna win this. I'm finna get this spot. Like, finna get this gig because I'm really that guy. And I've been training my butt off my whole life for this opportunity. So I have nothing to fear. Versus going in there and underestimating everybody and being like, whack, whack, whack. Nobody is as good as me. And I know it all. And it's about to be a cakewalk. Okay. Nobody ain't going to want to work with me. And nobody's going to want to work with you. So be humble and confident, not conceited and narcissistic. Moving on to number four. You have to train to perfect your craft and how you deliver it. At no point are you going to get to, like, how do I make this plain and simple? If you don't train and you feel like you've made it, somebody's gonna take your spot. There's always somebody out there who's working longer, harder, stronger, more to perfect their craft because they want it more. There's always somebody who's gonna want it more. And if you think that, if you get to that point where it's like, all right, I've made it. I can chill out as far as like training and just stay status quo. Mm-mm, uh-uh, boo-boo. <laughs> it don't work that way. Somebody's gonna take your spot. And that's just how it is. That's just how it is because when dance is constantly evolving, dance is constantly changing. If you're not constantly evolving and changing and being a visionary and being more creative with all the the changes that are happening in the dance world constantly you're gonna fall behind and you're just losing out you're just losing out it's that simple so continue your training now it doesn't mean that you gotta like train until you got bruised ankles and yada 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 but like because you want to listen to your body listen to your body but you do want to continue your training yeah go and take classes never stop being a student this is one thing that i regret um over the past few years as i've been doing so much teaching and at the beginning i was doing a lot of teaching because i knew that i could learn to become a better teacher a better instructor and a better choreographer um, and learn how to better articulate my moves verbally to other people of varying skill levels. But it's gotten to the point where I teach so much and I do so much work, like there's like choreographing plays and musicals and competition teams and, and doing auditions for stuff and performances for events. Like I'm doing so much of that that I haven't had the opportunity to be the student in a long, long time, and I miss it. 
because what it's done is I, I've noticed that it's it's kind of plateaued me a little bit and I'm still growing a little bit just because I can't stand still like if I feel plateaued I get very agitated and I'm like nah I gotta take somebody's online class or something so I'm going up but very very gradually and so that's why I've cut back on my private lessons and different things that I'm doing so that way I can get to that point of going back to being the student remain the student train to perfect your craft and how you deliver it and how you do that is by remaining a student of dance always still take opportunities teach give the knowledge and wisdom that you know but remain the student always yeah that's that's it and last one number five be patient and enjoy the process. You have to be patient. Because this, I promise, 99% of the time, 99.999% of the time, this is not going to happen overnight. And now, you'll hear of those unicorn stories where, you know, people get opportunities overnight. Right place, right time. You saw the right post or the right... TV show opportunity or or what have you and and then things just like popped off for you overnight and it can happen right but that's more like the lottery and it's more like taking chance and if you were leaving it up to chance you're setting yourself up for failure and disappointment and that's that's what we don't want to do because you're going to come up against enough obstacles as it is making dance building your dance career so let's work on the things that we can control and if one day we wake up and things popped off for us amazing beautiful we not we not going against that right we're going to accept that but until our day comes we gotta we gotta be patient with the process and we gotta enjoy the process if you're anxious and you're not patient you're gonna get frustrated and aggravated and if you're not enjoying the process, you're going to get frustrated and aggravated. And you're going to start to compare yourselves to others. And we don't want to compare ourselves. When we compare ourselves, we feel like we're less than. And that takes away from our light. That dims our own light. Don't make yourself small in a world that's big enough for everybody. That's all I got to say. Melvin A.C. Howe, thank you so much for joining in, for tuning in, for sticking around through the whole episode of The Movement. Why? Because it ain't about the movement. It's about what the move meant. I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you. I'll catch you next week on the movement. Thank you so much for tuning in to the movement. Why? Because it's not about the movement. It is about what the move meant. Catch us every Wednesday at noon right here every Wednesday right here at noon every Wednesday <laughs> until next time stay blessed